Welcome to the Style Lounge. Get comfortable. Get comfortable. Hi, welcome to the Style Lounge. We're happy to have you. My name is Okira Banks, and we are with the renowned, extraordinary Michael Costello. Um, and in his beautiful empire that seems to continue to grow, continue to grow. Oh, that you're too kind. Thank you. <laughs> and very humble and handsome. So, first of all, I haven't been here, Michael, since you have grown this far. And I've followed your career since 2010. That's a long time. That is a long time. So, for those of you, and I'm sure everyone knows, Michael was one of the um, contestants on Project Runway. 2010. It's amazing just to see his story because I feel like there's a story in that alone. But I'm going to begin by asking you, what started the passion, the fire, in you knowing that chasing this dream, this artistry of being designed? Well, for, for me, it always has been a passion. It's always been a fire and it's always been uh, super exciting. Because ever since I was a kid, it was the only thing that I, I was obsessed with, was sketching, drawing, playing with fabrics, um, playing with Barbie dolls, watching my mom sew. My mom was the first person who really taught me how to sew. Yeah, my mom, her mom, my aunt, they, they, they were all sewers and, you know, they weren't like professional pattern makers, but they were natural drapers. It just ask. came to yeah. them. They knew what, they knew how to make the fabric work. And my mom was that person, you know, took her shirt off, put it on the floor, cut out right around the shirt. And she's like, that's how you make a shirt. You want to make a dress? Make it 10 inches longer and it's a dress. To add shape, put a belt around it, you so know? did your mom make any of your clothes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My mom used to make us like blankets. She'd make us uh, short pants, that sort of thing. She did it more for my sisters though, more for my sisters. And uh, I remember my brother and I, we, we would always be in like striped Lacoste. Like, and, and we'd have the socks, the really high socks uh -huh. mm -hmm. with the three little colors right. on them. Yeah, that's what my mom, how my mom would dress us. So you're almost like second generation. Second generation. Yeah, I think so. I feel yeah. like I am. Because uh, as far back as I can remember, and it's pretty far back, my mom would sit me on the sewing machine with her. Mm -hmm. And wow. she'd be sewing and showing me how to do it as I was a kid. So how long have you been sewing? When did you sew your oh, first garment? Like I really started doing it, like sewing more when I was probably around nine or ten years old. Are you kidding At me? At least ten. When did you make your first garment? When like I for was yourself. About, when I was about fourteen. It was a prom dress for my friend Lindsay, and I was living in Sherman Oaks, and um, we went downtown L.A. here, and we bought fabric. And we started playing with it, and we got a pattern, and we laid out the pattern, and we hand sewed it. We sewed the dress. So that was the first Hawk Couture. Yeah. Michael Costello. Dress. Yeah. Oh. And then amazing. after that, do you still, still when I was dress? fourteen? No, but I do have around like, three or four of the other ones from my very first fashion show. Okay. And I that was, was like that. that was November, awesome. November eleventh, ninety seven. Your yeah. first fashion show was? My first fashion show. Was with? This was in Los Angeles at the Ruby with a company called Lipstick Production. I, heard, I went into Nordstrom with my brother and sister and they were shopping 
And I heard this lady screaming on the phone with this like New York accent. She's like, what do you mean you're backing out of the show? Oh my God, you can't do this to me one week before the show, Morgan. I need a designer. And I'm like, hmm. Let's do it. So I went to go and talk to her. Are you serious? And yeah, and I said, I heard you need a designer for your show. I'm a designer. And I opened my book. When I was a kid, I carried my sketchbook with me every single where, every single place I went to. Well, that's and, what I think people yeah. did back then. They either well, now they do it with their model, Instagram page. Now you have Insta- go to my Instagram page. <laughs> but, but that's no, what that's they did what back did. then. Models, stylists, yeah. designers, you carry you your, your portfolio with, with, with you. you everywhere. Because, I was 14 know. years old and carrying my book with me everywhere I went. It was just all my sketches. It was everything I've ever sketched. I showed this woman, Linda, the book, and she was... She was over the moon and she contacted me in the next couple of days and she said, can you get any of these pieces made for the show? I said, sure. So my mom took me to um, the valley. We found a seamstress. Her name was Esperanza Garcia. Esperanza Garcia. She was like an old uh, seamstress that everyone used to go to to make clothes for weddings or, so or something like that. She your- helped me make all my very first samples for my very first fashion show. I'm hearing a lot about family. Yeah. And how you had that support system with your mom, mm-hmm. your sister, your brother. You came in with your own team already. Are they still part of the company? Or? Uh, no, there was a, a part in time, like, like you know, like because of the gypsy Romanian culture, right. where I had to stop doing what I love for a little bit to have an arranged marriage. My brothers and sisters had them too. That's how I have two kids right now. Oh, you're ma- you were once married? Yes. I did not know For that. five years. I have two kids. You have two Made kids? them from scratch. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. My son's 15 and my daughter's 14. Well, how old were you when you got married? Uh, 18. I was 18. Wow. Then I had my son while I was 19 and my daughter at 20. So, but now, now... I've been the only one of my generation and in our culture to change change things and make things different because our culture is so used to arranged marriage. You can't uh, publicly work in a place like like a Rite Aid or a CVS or McDonald's or a Walmart store. Like from the Gypsy Romanian culture, you just have to do the tricks of the trade. Women are usually psychics or fortune yes. tellers. Is everyone really psychic or are they just learning? I would say to, some people have the gift. I feel like they're, most of the ladies are very intuitive. Like, okay. But I do feel like a lot of them do have the gift. So it was born to have a boy yeah. designing. Yes. Oh, it was so frowned upon. Even if oh, I had wow. a pencil and paper in my hand. Oh, he's gay. Something's wrong with him. Oh, my God. This is not Even accepted. America? Yeah. Yeah. It's wow. very difficult. It's... It's, you know, we don't really have segregation in our culture, but we have, uh, we have a lot of judgment and, and, and a lot of people who, who jump to conclusions way too fast. It, it's sad that we have repressed talent in our, in our, in our culture. So many people and reach out to me. It, I, feel, I think you feel that in a lot of cultures. Yeah, you do. Of, um, rules that rules rule, regulations that by religion and everything and, yeah and everything yeah and so religion creates bondage yeah but that's that's which i'm also into no oh, so now <laughs> when you guys play. see the straps you know what it you is you know where they're the coming from <laughs> jesus and bondage i'm jesus going and, oh i'm going god, to hell right god. now <laughs> oh my god i didn't say it so. i did sorry <laughs> so what made you turn the leaf after being once married? 
you know, coming from the you culture know, and then deciding in five years, like, this is not for me, telling your family that, and then going into your passion full frontal, yeah. and then being on television with it. Yeah. I needed a I needed a, a, a push. I just always felt like it was never going to be okay. I always thought it was never going to be accepted. Oh, wow. You know, the only way my mom and dad were willing to support me and let me live my dream if I was married to my kids' as mom, you know? So did y'all live with your parents? Or yeah, did we did. Well, I had my own house. My house was so beautiful. So did you make dresses and then for your wife? I did. <laughs> Not only that, I used to iron her hair on the ironing you board. You used to iron her hair? Yes. So she won. Because, because she was first? like... I haven't talked to her in years. She she didn't know like how to use a straight straightening iron. I'm like, let me show you. So she was your muse for a little while. For a little while, I think we were just really good friends and we got along really great. And you and we and liked a lot of the same things. Yeah, yeah. I used to like show her how to dress and show her what to wear. Her favorite thing to wear was jeans and tennis shoes. Like a jean skirt and tennis yeah, shoes okay. and like a little crop, top. little crop top. And I'm like, oh, this is a really bad fashion. Let me show you this. Let's She's try this. Let's try this. All. I showed her clip-ons. Like, you know, the, the oh, pony. Really? Yeah, like the oh, pony. She, so you call, you helped probably carve her life. She's probably still doing that right now. I don't think she is. So then fast forward five years from now. Fast that. forward five years from now, I did, I just could not handle... You know, living in the, the force constraints. Of in those I hit a point in my life to where I've dressed everyone. I've dressed Paris Hilton, yeah. Mary J. Blige, Mariah Carey, Celine Dion. So while you were married, before, you were dressing? Yeah, before social media, you know, hit wow. the scene. And I knew these women and we were friends with them. And uh, they've worn us to different events. Right. And, and But I I got nowhere from it, you know. Because you weren't probably living in the truth. No, it's true. And, 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 it, and it didn't really do anything for us because, you know... The way social media works nowadays, the whole entire world sees it. But the Everything. media back then, you have to get published like in a major you were magazine. You to get in a magazine. Yeah. You someone to write about. You exactly. And that was so hard yeah. in order to get yeah, any of that kind of stuff. So it didn't work out for me. So I said, I'm going to put this on hold. I'm going to try this Project Runway show and so see what did. happens. There was a moment you had to put everything on yeah, hold. Yeah, there was I've definitely that moment. Because I've read this about quite a few designers. Yeah, you know, like just staying in your bedroom drawing, wishing something could happen, happen. wishing you can do a runway show or, or afford fabric to go and make Say dresses yes. or, or yes. something. But it's difficult. And I think everyone, no matter what level of success you're at or, or where you're at, even if you're starting up, you hit that moment. You do hit that moment. Do you feel like it's in that, like almost a marriage, that five year, yeah. five, six year, yeah. where you hit that moment and you yeah. kind of like have to put it on pause and kind of like, but you don't let the passion die. Yeah, you don't I never let the, the passion die. You don't stop doing the work, but it's like, wait, which direction am I going in? Mm -hmm. And you do want that fabric. And you're like, yeah. That's why you got to steal it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah steal it, walk in that, walk it. into that store and mm. steal the fabric. <laughs> don't, no. <laughs> Please don't, don't do some that. Of you guys are doing that. <laughs> Please don't do that. You know, fraud is real. It happens. It is real. It happens sometimes so, in your own establishment. Ooh. You, why, really? We ain't gonna name names now. That's a sidebar conversation. What was some of the trials and the, the, trials and errors and the, the just the hits where some some person like we kind of touched on wouldn't even had known that you faced and getting to this level and not stopping I think one of the hardest things I've dealt with was the um, fake friendships Ooh. 
And you can have friends and you can comfort them and be like, oh, you're fake. I don't want to deal with you. And you can cut them out of your life, but not... The ones that you bring close in your house. To you your bring them so close because my, I feel like... I'm not saying I have the best parents in the world. Everybody's families are unique and different, but I love my mom and dad so much. No matter how many differences I've had with them about arranged marriages and whatever, the morals that they've taught me and what I've grown up with and what's instilled upon all of my brothers and sisters, we cherish it and we respect it and we respect people. And my dad always told me, because it's, you know, it's so important to just treat people how you want to be treated. And we grew up with that. And I'm not saying I'm 100% innocent on any kind of situation. I'm a hustler. I have to do what I have to do in order to sustain. I have a family, I have a business. I'm responsible for 24 employees. It's really hard because, because that's one of the things that I've learned throughout this, you know, yes, I walk in here and I see all the beautiful dresses. I see the space. I see every dress tells a but it story. Has to be maintained. Yeah, every dress tells a story. I look at a dress and I'm thinking, oh my God, Carla and I worked 18 hours on the beadwork of that. Yeah. You know, we look at something, there's a story everywhere you go. And my story is very long. And, you know, a lot of the things that I've learned was I was so open in wanting to share my experiences of how I did things, where I got things, who I met how I did this and how I did that because I never wanted the, any, anybody to struggle or have it as hard as I had it. But what I've learned is, um, and I'm sure you have, you can't shield people from their test because then you keep them from their bigger destiny because they have to be prepared for it. Yeah. I've always felt like I've been the vessel to open doors for people, but not once have I ever wanted to thank you. I still don't want to thank you from anybody. You know, occasionally be like, I'm so thankful that you did this or right. you introduced me to this person and that and now I have this and now I have that. Yeah, right. I've done it for a lot of people. One in particular like who continues to still, you know, it'll forever haunt well, me and bother me but I don't regret it because you get so close with somebody. Mm -hmm. So close. And sometimes you meet someone that you've never met in your whole entire life before that reminds you so much of the younger version of yourself mm -hmm. and you want to guide them and tell them, do it like this, do it you like this, let me journey. do it mentor like this. Just it. mentor them win. a little bit so they could win. win because you see yourself in them and you try to fix things like you ever say, like I always tell people, I live a life of no regrets. I believe everything yeah. happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. It's 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 so it's, it's, a it's amazing. That has happened that it's a huge growth so spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, on many different career. levels. The career too. I feel like that. There's in the a five great years, balance. There was, another, there was a boost. Yeah, I think there was a boost, and you know we've Definitely had so many ups years. and downs. But I don't know a, a business well, that, that, I, that is perfect. I, Some people don't know that we're running. You know, like what people like to say, an empire on thirty three hundred and forty seven dollars and sixty six cents. They don't know. Because they, they see, see Beyonce, Sierra, yeah. Gaga, J-Lo, but they don't know that we have, you know, every payday is every Friday. They don't <laughs> have overheads and all that. They just see the, they glamour. See the glamour. And that's one thing that I forget to, like touching back on, like walking into here and seeing all the stuff that you've done. You know, fortunately, I could say God has blessed us with placements, um, always being called and great opportunities. But sometimes we get so busy that when something amazing happens, there literally is no time for me to take the staff out and celebrate that moment. You have 
We try. We did it last year. It was our first time in in three years that we got to have a celebration. I took everyone to Las Vegas to the uh, the yeah. I took them to the Jennifer Lopez show and I surprised them to like see all of our hard work because you know we did the show for three years. It is. I want to talk about when was that moment when everything that artist that client that stylist called whomever that moment when you saw everything change to that next level it was definitely january 26 2014 that's the day that beyonce wore us for the grammys everything from that point you know uh, before beyonce we're doing we were doing kim we're doing chloe we're doing courtney we're doing all the girls All the it girls too, like all the friends. Uh, you know, I did Kim's wedding too, like all of the um, all of the bridesmaids. Oh right, I think I remember. So that. we did, we did, we were getting buzz. We were getting great publicity. So it was when she wore that dress, and then there were knockoff versions. So many, <laughs> but besides that, this is when the whole algorithm of Instagram was different. Mm. And there was this thing called the popular page, and you would make it on the popular page when Instagram first started, and everybody will see your work. But we had about 150,000 followers. Mm-hmm. On January 26th, uh, when she wore the dress, we went up about 100,000 followers. Wow. The next day, we went up 300,000 wow. followers. And the first person who called me was Michelle Williams. And she was so happy because I, I knew her. Yeah, she would yeah. wear us. And, yeah. so, and so would Kelly. So Michelle called me. She was the first person she called She's me. So she was so happy for me. So happy for me. And then the second person who called me was Missy Elliott. It's oh. cool that I could name drop like this, but it really but happened. In my head right now, I'm like, wait, well, this, this sounds like I'm name dropping, world. but this is what really this happened. Your- and I struggle with that, but I forget. You have to let that I go. Forget. And then, you know, Access Hollywood called. They all booked me for these shows, and it wasn't something I was ready for. Now, yeah. you're, now people want to know about you and the dress and Beyonce. Yes, and I had to, like, prepare myself. And then a PR firm reached out to us that wanted to work with us. They're like, you say it like this, you say it like that. <laughs> Okay, you know, like things because happen people, after that. Because that's how people like you're yeah. hype and now you're like, you're the it. You're the it. And we were. We were after Beyonce. You're still, they you're still all, the it with what you're doing with Jennifer But we've Lopez. become selective now. <laughs> selective on the jobs that we take, well, not the people to. that we work with. Right, it's been this last year that I've been hard. selecting the jobs that we want to do. So many people are like, wait, this will be great placement. This will be great. This will be that. And I say, yes, I'm going to agree with you. I'm not going to say, oh, we've already been in Vogue. We've already been in Harper's. We've already, as a company, you have to say yes to a lot of projects. This Relevancy is very relevancy important, is important but also is being selective. And I'm not saying I'm comfortable. I don't think I'll ever be comfortable because no, I'm such don't. a hustler. I want it. If I could take 10, 15 more jobs today, I'm going to find a way to try and do it. And so, we like to give 100% to the jobs, but it was after Beyonce that almost every single door, opened. Bergdorf, everything, Beyonce, Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week finally accepted I, me yeah, I went to, 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 be, to be part of their show. It was, it was amazing. Um, the same happened with Mattel when I got a call from Mattel about doing, doing, like, Barbie doing a fashion influencer Barbie. Well, you know, Bob so, Mackey used to do that. And I that. used to work for Bob and Mackey. And I love Bob Mackey. I interned with Bob Mackey. Yes, it's my first did. job, one year. At, over in the valley? In the valley. Because I yeah. used to go to that costume house to go pull, so he was still <laughs> that, there. Yep, I know. Bob that's where I used everything. to. That's where I used to work, right there with the reception. Know, Bob Mackey made all the dresses for Barbie. And, and Cher. Cher. Diana, <laughs> Ross, Diana Ross. 
um, Carol Channing. He was everything. Yeah, like he so still is everything. One of the one of the nicest things I want to look for the text message and and find it. Um, Rob Zangardi called me the Bob Mackie to J Lo. Oh, and, you kind of. And I said, "What? Wow!" Huge. <laughs> and 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 I didn't realize it, but we have over forty seven placements on <laughs> on Jennifer Lopez. I know. And I didn't think it was that many because I'm only thinking of like some of the music videos and some of the covers. But then when I think of all the performance shows that we did, like Dubai show and then, um, you know, some of the, the tour stuff. What was the gown that she did? So that was for her album cover and her <laughs> video was called Nitu Nio. Uh-huh. And that was uh, when she came out with her Latin album. I don't know how many tracks she did on the album, but we had a lot of placements with that. So then I read that you did a collection with the Kardashians. I never did a collection with the Kardashians. Did you design I would have for their collection. Uh, no, I never designed for their collection, but you know what? We just did so many things together and we dressed them a lot for so many, okay. you know, of their so shows. One, I was like is I didn't know that. I yeah, know and 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 I used to be really close with Kim. I'm not saying I'm not anymore. But um, I haven't done anything recently for her, but maybe since the past year. Um, Chloe always calls me for, for things. And, okay. and and I like that the girls still reach out. They have so many great styles. We're friends with all of their stylists. Mm -hmm. This I mean, Harper I collection. All of this collection. I oh, wanted to man. I wanted to play with hard and soft and I still wanted to do glamorous, very over the top. And then I wanted to do like very utilitarian, a lot of hardware mixed with canvas, mixed with silk. It's gorgeous. So but how it's many fun. stores are you in? Right now Aside we're only in one. We're only in one. It's in Harvey Nichols. Okay. So we sell at Harvey Nichols. And then we have our collaborative collection with Revolve, which is I all know. the ready to wear. I love that. And yeah. I love the price point. They're so good. You know, yeah. the, th the thing is, oh, we have so much to talk about. Oh. because we have, you know. I was like, you can afford too, Michael Costello. Yes, you can. And that's the great thing. And that's why we decided to partner up with Revolve because, you know, they, they, they offered that window that we were missing so many people on. For your everyday yes, woman. Yes, exactly. Everyday the girl. everyday woman, the everyday girl who has that. a budget of under 400 for a the dress. And the reason we couldn't hit it is because, you know, we're smaller here. Mm -hmm. So everybody's get paid, everybody gets paid by the hour for, you know, the beadwork, yeah. everything, and everything's made here in-house. So right. the great thing with Revolve is they were able to hit that demographic for us, oh, wow. and partnering with them was like the perfect opportunity. That's amazing. So now everybody can get something yeah, from you us. You can have a Michael Costello dress. You can, or a jumpsuit, or, or a jacket, or, or a, a romper. Dress. I saw all of it still get dms from so many women all over the world and the first thing they say to me is like oh i wish i'm saving up i can afford this um do you have this do you have that? i said here's the link did you know but a lot know? of people still do not know check out revolve check like, out revolve or revolve do a bigger push for us yes because i didn't know i didn't think i accidentally i think i saw drea michael wearing a oh dress. the yellow one yes and that was she's beautiful yeah. a lot of people don't know but we do you know 15 to 18 pieces per month with them and we develop them per month so when do you sleep we don't it's very difficult <laughs> but we have a sketch review then we have fittings then we have a sample review then we have you know like the final fabric selection and all of that so there's about four meetings per month with revolve and I have an incredible team that we all work there with with them there which yep. helps yep so I know that you have 
a, a Softman's collection yeah. because I've used your ties on my yeah. clients before. Um, is it Costello Men? Yeah, just yeah. Costello, Costello Men's Men. So what do you wear when you just have to get ready? What's your uniform? So if I'm going to an event, I love a black suit jacket, a perfectly tailored blazer, size 42 short. <laughs> um, no, 40 short. And um, I like a black stretch jean. Mm -hmm. So I never wear the slacks, but I get the girls' jeans from H&M. Really? Yeah. Affordable fashion. They're $14, and they look like black slacks, so but, they're, but they're black denim. Michael Costello, high-end designer, affordable fashion. All I wear is H&M. It's from head to toe. I, it's all I wear. I don't wear anything else. I'll wear a couple of Zara. But for me, it's just so easy because I'm such an easy-going person. You just want to be person. comfortable and cool. And when I go, so when I, because I never leave the office, when I do go to H&M, I buy everything right then and there. All the black T-shirts, the black pants, and everything. And I have my lady... She's in the other room. She hangs everything up for me. Oh no! Yeah, I get kind of. I get. I. I guess. I guess that's where I try to be a little more. Put that away from me. Oh, that's your moment. That's my moment. That's my moment. Back to sewing beads. Back to sewing beads. That's my. That's my bougie moment. Is it a bougie moment? Yeah, that's my bougie moment. My H and M, please. Okay, so a black suit, black stretch pants. Yes. Are all black. When now, you go out on a date, if I go on, on a date, I'm, I'm going to wear a black shirt, like black T-shirt. Uh -huh. And Steph Curry got me a cute jacket for my birthday last year. Aww. It was from Alexander Wang. So it's a black hoodie. Love Alexander I like Wang. The, I like that black hoodie. And any kind of drop crotch pants, like like these ones where they're not so, not too low. And not then they have, they have the elastic here. I love those. Done. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to just, I want to really show just the Michael Costello um, house. Yeah, so I'll take you to the front, I'll show you some where the dresses are, and the Harper collection's on display right now, okay. and then I'll take you across the way, we can go to the workroom. Come on, let's, let's go. go. Okay, so you know I follow you on social media. Yeah. And I'm an Oprah fan. So is this where Oprah this came in from? This is the moment. Design? Yeah. So we celebrated <laughs> our one-year boutique anniversary in this, this space. This is where Oprah walked in. Yeah. I was so excited On October 22nd. I love how yeah. you know all your dates. Oh, yeah. Well, the monumental dates, I get them tattooed. Oh, so, you do? Yeah. The very special moments because they're special moments in your, in your life. You never knew when they were going to come, but they happened. They happened and you, you dream them. Yes. So if they've been a dream that one day turned into a reality, you want to remember that day forever. Well, you will never forget. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So did she walk through this door? She did. Door? Oprah yeah. walked in through the very front doors with it. delicious pizza from her Oh That's Good pizza line. So let's go to the workspace. Do you want to go? Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for joining Mwah. us. And where can we find you, Michael? MichaelCostello.com, uh, ShopCostello.com, Revolve slash MichaelCostello.com, or Downtown LA. Tune in. That was cute. I it like is that. Cute.